Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Meal, One Workout, your new approach to food and fitness. Brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementop.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler and Don Sullivan. Hey, everybody, welcome to One Meal, One Workout, your new approach to food and fitness. Brought to you by Element OP Productions, which is what Mark has already said. And I'm repeating the introduction, which seems quite redundant because it is. People say I repeat myself. I don't repeat myself, but people say I do. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we have with us my intrepid co-hosts, Mark Cockrell and Don Sullivan. Gentlemen, start your engines. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> you stole my line. <laughs> That's why I did it first. Man, should have done it uh, right when I was planning on it, and then we would have done it together, and that would have been brilliant. I'm actually very excited about this show. You know why? Because you're excited about all our shows, Aaron. No, there's been a couple that I was like, eh. But most of them, yes. But this one I'm especially excited about because this is the, probably the most collaborative show notes we've ever had. I mean, Don's contributed. Mark's contributed. We've all been in there. This is, this is kind of a, a compilation of all of our thoughts on this, on this, uh, this uh, subject. None of us are really experts on it, but it's going to be an interesting discussion nonetheless. Uh, and the topic today is weight loss, pills, and supplements. But before we get too far down that dark and, and, and scary path, uh, Mark, what's going on? Well, first thing I want to mention is a little uh, bit of self-promotion for the Element OP Networks. One of our shows, the uh, One Meal, uh, no, this is One Meal, One Workout, the Taiwan Teacher Podcast has recently been nominated for an EduBlog Award. Uh, and the uh, obviously the people who are uh, soccer moms and, and such that, that might be in your audience may not necessarily know what that is, but anybody in education knows that the EduBlog Awards is a moderately prestigious award um, that they have a number of categories, and one of the categories is Best Podcast, and our Tightwad Teacher Podcast has been uh, nominated there, and I would like to encourage our audience to go to uh, edublogawards.com go to the uh, best podcast category and vote. You can do that once a day, every day, and uh, please do. It would be really cool if we won this thing. I'll That's put awesome. a link in the show notes when it comes out, but it's just edublog, E-D-U-B-L-O-G, awards.com, and uh, go to the uh, uh, nominees category, go to be- uh, best podcast, and vote for us. Can you link us straight to the right page? Uh, yes, sort of. Uh, it's kind of weird. You still have to pick the category, even if you're already on the page with the category. Interesting. Yeah. So let me ask this, Mark. Can you see how you're faring so far, how the show's faring? No, uh, but they, they will vote until I think it's December 15th. Okay. Uh, so we got a couple of weeks, uh, and you can vote, uh, once a day, every day until then. And we would, uh, and once per IP address. So, like, if you and your wife are doing it from the same house, it won't do any good. But if you do it from the house and work, that's two. Right. Cool. Excellent. Well, best of luck on that. And uh, I've listened to the Tightwad Teacher, and it's a great show. I like it. Yeah, very much so. Don. Aaron. Hit me. I'm doing what everyone's mother always tells them to do i'm what not excited about it but i'm You're watching behind your ears effort. i'm eating my vegetables awesome i've never ever ever been a person to eat vegetables before i absolutely despise even though i love the color green i hate all things green that go in so your for, mouth except green m&ms so vegetables and, uh, for you were the tomato sauce inside of a hot pocket <laughs> the vegetables to me are potatoes and corn for the most part. I'm with right. you, brother. That's right. If it's not a yeah. starch, it doesn't count as a vegetable. Uh, I'll tell you, yeah, I, until I, I, I was I, like 20 something, I wouldn't even eat tomatoes or lettuce or anything on a hamburger. I mean, I was hardcore. But I, um, uh, I ate my mu- first had, mustard greens the other day. Oh, I like mustard <laughs> greens. No, th- no, thank you. Um, unless we're having it for dinner in my house, and then apparently I'm just going to shut up and eat it. <laughs> that's kind of been my, my mantra just just eat it we actually had uh fettuccine alfredo which which i encouraged my wife to absolutely ruin and put broccoli in and it wasn't terrible so well, that's you know that's that's good because in the theme scheme of things the alfredo you could probably you could pretty much put rocks in it <laughs> and alfredo sauce is so rich it's still gonna taste pretty good yeah <laughs> You know, my wife uh, is a veggie eater. I'm not. I'm like Don. It, it's meat and potatoes and, and corn and, and 
that's about it, pretty much. And potatoes. Uh, yeah, corn and potatoes and potatoes and corn. Um, but my wife is a vegetable eater, and she has trained my children to be vegetable eaters, and I really appreciate that about it. Her that uh, you know uh, around our house, uh, actually, just um, uh, yesterday or the day before, we were having pizza, and my three-year-old daughter said, "Daddy, can I have carrots instead?" Why, yes, you can, honey. You go right ahead. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, our, our son is, Cheryl's done a really good job, too, of, of encouraging him to eat vegetables. And he, for the most part, will eat most anything. He likes broccoli. He likes green beans. Uh, we don't eat a lot of corn and a lot of potatoes because they are so starchy, but we do eat them, and he likes those as well. But um, Cheryl is kind of funny. My wife, of course, if you know my wife, you know she is funny because she married me, so she has to be kind of funny. Uh, she doesn't like orange foods. <laughs> So carrots, so squash, carrots, sweet potatoes, squash. Pumpkin. Now pumpkin, pumpkin, she will eat, um, but she doesn't like sweet potatoes, and she doesn't like uh, cooked carrots. She likes raw carrots, but not cooked carrots, which is kind of interesting. So anyway, all right. In the news, Don, what is Here. going on in the news this week? Oh, uh, there's tons of stuff, but the one that we chose to go with instead of going with internet memes. I was so sorely tempted to uh, pull up any article about pizza being declared a vegetable by Congress. Uh, instead, we are going to go with how exercise benefits your brain. We have a article from Guess Who, the New York Times, our favorite, about a study that was done in Ireland of a group of folks who were put in a room and basically given a memory test trying to remember people's names, which I would flunk whether I'd exercised or not. And a group, it was split in half. One group was told uh, to exercise. They got on a stationary bike. And then the other group sat in a quiet room. And the group that got on the exercise bike and basically pedaled until they were exhausted actually did remarkably better, both in their baseline test and the other group that had sat in quiet for however long. This is the first time I've had a chance to really look at this article. It's pretty darn fascinating. Yeah, there's plenty more detail. I'm giving the Cliff's Notes by far, but it is right. very interesting. See, I figure they were in so much pain and so miserable that to take their mind off of it, they just had to think <laughs> about the names they had just uh, learned. Right. I was watching uh, Fight Science. I don't know if you guys have seen that on Discover Channel, Discovery Channel, or one of those channels, one of those science, healthy something channels. And <clears throat> they do all kinds of different things. But this one they had, they took an uh, Air Force pilot and they stuck him in a... Um, one of those gyroscopic seats where you can spin them around and upside down and flip them. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they asked him questions while they spun him. And he did remarkably well. The, the level of focus he was able this is a side note. Level of focus he was able to do while he was getting spun at 60 revolutions a minute. So once a second he was being inverted, spun, and flipped. Uh, it was pretty incredible. And they stuck Army Ranger in there and he did about as good. Then they put an untrained Joe in there. Uh, they both did it nine minutes, the full the full test. This guy made it four minutes and was about to throw up, and they took him out, and he threw up everywhere. And and he was trying to tie him, and his arms were flailing, and he could. It's like blah blah blah, blah. you know. They would they would say spell purple, blah 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 blah. I'm feeling dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty pretty funny. But the most impressive thing was and this is again a total side note. They did a they had one of those perpetual climbing walls where it's a climbing wall that is you know made like a conveyor like belt. A, like a conveyor belt, thank you. I was going to say like a tank tread, but yes, a conveyor belt is another way to say it. That, so as you continue to climb, it goes down. So, you, you know, you don't have to actually get high off the ground. You can just keep climbing and climbing. <clears throat> they stuck the Army Ranger and they built one of those inside of a plexiglass K, uh, box and they suck the oxygen out of there using this filter system to the equivalent of being at 20,000 feet. That's 220000. There's only a few peaks in the world that are that high. That's they four him, miles up. Yeah. They had him climb this wall. First, they did it at 15,000. He didn't have any problems doing that. And he's had high altitude training. So, they had him climb this wall for however long at this, you know, oxygen deprived state. Then, jump down off the wall, pick up a gun, side it up on this. And there was two guys popped up behind, uh, up on this walkway, you know, probably 30, 40 yards away. One of them had a gun, one didn't. He had to shoot the one with the gun before the guy shot him. And he did it. His, and his blood oxygen was like at 70%. The, it's pretty the doctor scientist guys were like, I can't even, I don't even know how you did that. <laughs> I don't know physiologically and mentally how that was possible. <laughs> we're Army Rangers. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Anyway, it was pretty impressive. So if you see that, if you see the, uh, if, you, if you're looking around on DirecTV or whatever your cable and you see Fight Science show and you see the one about, um, you know, testing the, the, the limits of the arm, of the, uh, armed forces, you ought to check that one out. They also put 50 pound uh, weight vest, um, handcuffed his hands, handcuffed his feet on a Navy SEAL and dropped him in a 12 foot tank of water. And, le- and he, uh, did, you know, anti-drowning bobbing techniques for, for five minutes straight. Yeah. Just a, a super quick side note. A friend of mine was a an army. Just a side note of the side note, yeah. or a side note yeah, of the original. A side note. note of the side note. A friend okay. of mine was a, a an army special forces guy, and uh, he, he was one of those things that uh, when he came back, I, I asked him what he did in Desert Storm, and he said, I, "I'd have to kill you if I told you." It was one of those guys. Right. And he was one of the elite of the elite. So you're talking about the Rangers, like uh, the the people, the the team that he was with, the Rangers couldn't cut it. Uh, and uh, he was telling me about the the entrance exam. Uh, you had your full 50-pound rucksack, and you had to hike, I think it was 20 miles uh, at double time, basically run. Then you had to swim four miles, and then once you got out there four miles, you had to take your rucksack off and hold it out in front of you like, you'd, uh, like you were hugging uh, somebody and tread water for 30 minutes. Then you had to swim five miles back. That was just to see if you could enter the program. <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, yeah, he, right. he obviously he passed. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's the obviously it sounds like SEALs or Delta Force or one of those, right? Same sort of thing. Things. Yeah, yeah, they, and they had that that the Navy SEAL. They put him in a 25 pound pack first, and he did the bobbing thing. And at five minutes, they're like, "All right, we're coming up on five minutes." And he pops up out of the water to take his breath and says, "I can do more." And goes back down. <laughs> <laughs> so they pull him out. They put 50 pounds on his back. He does it for five minutes. They put 75 pounds on his back and they basically just throw him in back first. And he has his hands tied behind his back and his feet tied together. And his, at that point, though, the weights are so heavy that he literally can't get himself off the bottom of the tank. There's just no way to do it. He can't, he can't roll over because it's all on his back. And so he ends up, they have to, they have to pull him out. And he's like, you know, there's just, I just look physically, there was no way for me to leverage, you know, in the middle of a plexiglass tank with nothing to push off of to be able to flip over. But yes, at some point, the laws of physics do win. Exactly. Before we get into our big discussion about dietary supplements and pills and whatnot, we're going to bring on Kelly Duncan, our newest test pilot, and have a little chat with her. Kelly is a, I count her as a new friend of mine. She actually stumbled across my story through the Atlanta Journal-Constitution article. Is that correct, Kelly? Yes, that is. I read those every week, and yours stood out. Well, fantastic. I was really excited to get an email from her, and she had read back uh, back through some of my blogs and seen where we were talking about doing a kind of a test pilot program, basically me attempting to try to help other people um, be more fit. And so she said, are you still taking people to, to kind of jump in on that? And I said, absolutely. Uh, so we've my first, my first round of people that I, I worked with, that kind of just petered out and kind of went, went away. Everybody got busy, one of those kind of things that typically happens. And so right now, Kelly's the only one, so I'm able to focus a little bit more on her and be a little bit more communicative. And I think it's uh, because of that, I've, we've, we've been doing this a few weeks now, and I've gotten great right. feedback from her. She's been working, giving me a lot of good information back. So really, she's doing great. I'm just kind of along for the ride right now. She's doing so good. So anyway, Kelly, say hello and introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Kelly. And yeah, I, everything that Aaron said, it's, it's been great um, <laughs> talking to him. I live in the Marietta, Kennesaw area, have two kids, um, a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. Uh, you know, I call myself a, a busy mom, pretty much. I have a part-time job. Um, pretty much everything I do is focused on them, though, and I think that was the problem. My life, my own life got away from me. Um, and, you know, it's time to get myself back in shape, so I'll be around for a while. We would like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about, you know, you, you, you say get yourself back in shape. Kind of give us the, say, back up three months ago and say, what was the status quo? You know, what, what was your fitness level like and your activity level and kind of how you were eating? Just kind of set the stage of, of where you were at before you got started. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's been a downhill. I'm, I turned 45 this summer. I would say since I turned 40, it's been downhill. Uh, over volunteering, um, eating on the go, focusing on what my kids were eating. Strangely enough, they always ate healthy. Um, and I just, um, this is the first school year that I haven't 
overcommitted to a bunch of different volunteer jobs because <laughs> I wanted to uh, go back to the gym. I found out, you know, I haven't been exercising, you know, if I looked back for a few years consistently um, and I was eating lots of pizza, lots of Chick-fil-A, you know, eating desserts, which I love, but, you know, not um, portioning myself at all. And, right. you know, I, w- I was on the verge of going up another size in clothes. I went to the doctor and my blood pressure and cholesterol aren't great. Um, my father passed away at 44 years old. Um, so, you know, it kind of hit home that, wow, that's that's my age. I really right. better do something to get myself in shape. So that kind of, um, you know, and weight has always been on my mind. I mean, I'm a girl. I want to wear cute clothes. I want to be smaller. And when... Um, that's why I always read the AJC things. And usually it's, oh, well, I exercise two hours a day and I eat chicken every meal. And wow, look at me now. And I thought, well, I just can't do that. Um, so that's why when I saw Aaron's, yours, it was just, it, it was so real. And I thought, well, I can, I can give this a try. So that's, that's how it all came about. That's fantastic. That's, I mean, that's very encouraging to me because that's, I, I'm a real person like that right now. I'm, Two of my coworkers have M and M's out all the time, and it's driving me crazy because I love M and M's. And then today, to top it off, she put peanut M and M's out. Oh. Not peanut, no peanut butter M and M's. It's like no, you know, no. It's oh, like, peanut butter M and M's. Oh my gosh, those are good too. So does she just uh, eat I, like, you, I know. I, I, have, I can't wait solution. I'm going to eat them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that exactly. There won't be any there to eat tomorrow. That was my when solution. When she fills them back up, she's going to eat them all again, and that way she'll <laughs> learn her lesson. Stop bringing them to work. I, I, what I ended up doing was. They were visible in her cube. So every time I walked by, I saw the colored, the, you know, the mini colored goodness calling my name. Yes. So I actually moved them to the other side of her cube so I couldn't see them. Oh, that was good. Mine. And that, that solved it for the rest of the day. I didn't make any more trips. Even she commented, Aaron, that's two trips in like five minutes. <laughs> I, was like, I know, you're killing me. It's so. so true. When it's right there in front of you, it's hard. Yeah. So uh, over the last month or so, um, what kind of changes have you made? You said, you know, you quit exercising pretty much before and we're eating the, the stuff that everybody tells us not to eat. So what's kind of the, what's the situation now for you? Well, the, the very first thing that you recommended was put three days a week on my calendar to exercise. I mean, that seems so simple, but I had never done that. And that, that has been the best thing for me. I exercise now. It's on my calendar. If it's on my calendar, I'm going to do it. I feel like it's a commitment. Um, right. I haven't missed an exercise yet. Um, wow. The week of Thanksgiving, I've never exercised on vacation in my life, <laughs> and I exercised three days on vacation. Wow. So, I, I mean, that was just so easy, and I, I mean, now I'm kind of in that addicted to exercise mode. I get annoyed if, oh, I was supposed to go to the Y at 9, and it's 9.30, but I'm going. Um, yeah, I've and never had I just experience. I love how I feel when I <laughs> exercise, and well, right that, away, well, I didn't notice any changes in size, my size, body size, but I felt better quickly, um, right. so that's been huge. What were you saying, Mark? I said I've never experienced that addicted to exercise. <laughs> it sucks. You'll get there one I day. You'll, you'll look back two years from now and go, oh, "Yeah, I remember saying that." But now I am. I'm addicted to exercise. Exactly. Those endorphins, right? The runner's high. All that yeah. they talk yeah. about. Oreos um, give you endorphins too. <laughs> Oreos give you endor- yeah. That's, so, that's uh, but yeah, I found this combination spin yoga class at the Y that now Thursday, I will not do anything except go to that class at 930 on Thursday mornings. Volunteer gigs, something in my child's class. Sorry, I'm not available. It's I've really gotten that way with this class. So, so it's, a, it's a yoga spin class. Is it like you yeah. pedal with one leg, you put just, your other leg behind your head or how does that yeah, work? <laughs> I know that sounds odd, doesn't it? Everyone says that when they come in, but um it's you spin for an hour and then you get on the floor with the mat and do yoga for 30 minutes. So, oh, okay. So, is this the yeah. Y over there off of uh, East Piedmont? Uh, this is the Y off of Mars Hill Road. Oh, okay. Okay. Northwest. Yeah. For those of you that aren't, that are in our international audience, or <laughs> <laughs> um, she said earlier she's from the Maris- Marietta, Kennesaw area. That's a, those are, you know, Atlanta metro area suburbs northwest of Atlanta, kind of in the area I live. And, and there are two Y's kind of in that area one is the one i mentioned the one is the one she mentioned which is actually closer to my house myself so i was just that was totally superfluous information and it helped no <laughs> one but myself uh so 
So you talked about now you've got your exercise on your calendar and you started exercising. What about your eating habits? Have you changed anything on your eating habits? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely the challenge. Food has always been my weakness. Um, the, and you said uh, that was another thing. Pick two small things you th- think you could change. And I chose um, no seconds and smaller plates. And I can't say I've done the no seconds, but I can <laughs> say I've done the smaller plate um, at home. Uh, you know, at supper, at church supper tonight, I got a small plate, made a big old salad on it, but it was a salad and it's on a small plate. There's only so big you can go on those tiny right. bread plates. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's cut down on the quantity of what I'm eating for sure. Right. So I, I'm just now starting to notice, uh, and I hate getting on the scale. I mean, I know I need to soon, but my jeans are looser. So that's huge to me. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I mean, I w- it, it, I'm, we're smack in the middle of holiday season and my jeans are looser than they were even at Thanksgiving. So that's something's great. working. Well, you know, for me, uh, the way I feel and the way my clothes fit is way more important than the, the pounds, you know, because the pounds can fluctuate based on water weight or if you right. put a little more muscle on or, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. So I think that's great. I mean, just they're saying that you, you're feeling better and your clothes are starting to fit better. Um, and you're feeling better about yourself, it sounds like, too. You're feeling like you're, you're on, you've got the positive attitude. I'm on the right track. I'm making progress, which is the hardest part for a lot of people when they first start. Because, you know, you don't see, for most people that do a reasonable <laughs> plan, that you don't see 10 pounds of weight loss in the first two days, you know, like you always hear on the TV right. shows. And, um, and, it, so, and, yeah, usually I wanted that. I wanted to see five pounds on the scale in one week and I'd get frustrated you know I'd feel like I was starving and now I'm kind of embracing the small changes and pacing myself but um and it, it's harder when you get older you know but I don't know about you guys but for women it sure is I you know after I had my first kid it wasn't that hard to take the weight off um it seems like a struggle now but I'm, I'm hoping this time since it's been a good month that mm-hmm. I'm, I am committed and I feel right. like I am. Yeah, I thought December and Thanksgiving would be a lot harder to stay on the exercise path. And so far it hasn't been at all. It sounds like you definitely, I mean, it's, we, I think actually mentioned this last week on the show. It's the whole inertia thing. You know, by, by definition, inertia, an object at rest tends to stay at rest. An object in motion tends to stay at motion. And once you can get yourself in motion, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and really get yourself moving, um, both figuratively and you know, literally. Then it it seems to be easier to keep moving once you get it going. So it sounds like you you got yourself going down the right track. So I don't want like I don't want to take your whole evening up. Um, like I told you before, we even got started. Just want to get you on, introduce you to everybody. Uh-huh. What I really like to do is get you back on in a month and uh, have you on the show again for maybe a, you know a few more minutes and let you yeah. give an update and maybe even share some things that you are a struggling with at that point maybe or have, okay. have been working on over the last month is some challenges and b maybe some tips and tricks and things that you've stumbled across of this helps me stay motivated this is helps this is something i found i really enjoy to eat that's good for me that kind of thing anything you want to bring to the table because i mean oh okay like, good like we said when we started this is a this this show is about real people you know all kind of living this out together and learning to be healthier and make better choices on a day-to-day basis so yeah, no, I would be glad to. Um, I, I hope I can motivate someone else like you've motivated me. It's, okay. it's, you know, I, I, you really can't put, um, a price on that kind of, uh, motivation and assistance. I mean, you were a stranger and I reached out to you and you're willing to help. So I'd, I'd love to be able to do that for someone else. Well, I'm, I appreciate the opportunity and, um, and I think, you know, it's good for me, too, to be honest with you. I can't be the weight loss guru that has a podcast if I blow it all and start gaining weight back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah I'm be- exactly. putting myself out there. I've yeah. got to be responsible to keep setting the standard, you know. Yeah. <laughs> got to step away from the M&Ms. Step away from yes. the M&Ms. <laughs> oh, the darn M&Ms. I had I a mini that. pack today, I have to admit, but just one little mini pack. So that's, that's not fine. too bad, right? <laughs> yeah, that's better than I did, probably. I, I had a couple <laughs> mini packs if you added them all together. That's the problem. They're just in a bowl. There's, yes, there's unlimited yeah, there's quantity. there in a bowl. I agree. You but you did you a smart thing moving it to the side. On that bowl. Yeah, I had to move it. What'd you say, Don? <laughs> I said, you need to tell her to put the nutritional facts on that bowl. Yeah, I know. What's the serving <laughs> size? There we go. Bowl. Yeah. It doesn't help. How many calories in this bowl? Well, that would be 
pretty exactly. much. <laughs> it doesn't help that she's like 4'11 and probably weighs 90 pounds. You know, she's uh, never struggled with it in her life. And so she's like, what? There's just m and like They sit there all day. I'll eat two, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two bowlfuls and it's in my cube like that. But anyway. All right, Kelly, I appreciate it. Have a great night. And uh, if you think of anything you want to share on the air, if you have a question you want to have us tackle, if you have a topic for a show, you got my email address. So okay. uh, shoot me an email. That'd be great. We're always looking for good show topics. Okay. That sounds great. And, Thanks so much for uh, including me tonight. And Thank listen to the show. show if you don't already. Yes. No, I have. I've listened to some of them. They're great. <laughs> Thank the show. I hate to say that. Better. Better. <laughs> yes. Go to iTunes and rate the show. Yes. That's good. Oh, okay. Good, good I catch can do there, that. Don. That'd be fantastic. All right, Kelly. Thank you <laughs> All very right, much. Thanks. Y'all have a good night. You too. Thanks, Kelly. All right. That was Kelly Duncan. So today, um, Mark, you want to you want to give us a little lead into this? I do. You give us a preface because uh, this is this is sort of me that started this this whole thing. It's um, not sort of Mark. You actually okay. you did. All you right, contacted so. me and said, "How about a show about this?" So yeah, yeah. okay, <laughs> I was trying to be modest. Uh, <laughs> it's my no fault. one for modesty. Uh, um, a friend of mine, um, somebody who is very close to me, uh, recently got caught up in sort of a health scam, um, and it got me to thinking. Uh, this is a, a a college educated professional intelligent person um who fell for um a well orchestrated sort of thing and and fortunately um he was able to get out of it before anything went too far let's just call him Brad to make it easier to talk about okay so so, so tell tell me about the scam that Brad got caught in well, just so we can make people aware about it real quick basically Brad saw an ad on Facebook now I don't, I'm not going to say that Facebook is where is not a good place to go to find doctors. It is because you, you ask your friends, "Hey, can you recommend a good doctor?" But the little context ads that pop up are not a good place to find doctors. And <laughs> and uh, apparently, uh, I don't know how uh, their ads work. I don't know if they're contextual like Google, but uh, but you know, uh, there were some complaints that he'd been making about uh, uh, joint pain and things, and apparently that triggered the ad for this uh, pain center. Um, and um, he lives where I do, which is about 75 miles north of Dallas. Uh, I personally would rather go to an anti-pain center, yeah. but that's just me. Well, anyway, go ahead. And, and uh, the physician was in Arlington, which is a good three hours from where we are. And uh, he never went that way. But, but basically, the idea was to, uh, he was going to go there for his quote-unquote free consultation. Um, and he asked me about it, and I did... Uh, just like five seconds of Google, literally, literally, I typed in the name of the center into Google, and like the third hit was an FDA warning against this place, saying that the the treatments they prescribe are not known to be safe, may in fact be unsafe, and are not legal, and there is le- pending legal action against them by the federal government. Oh, hmm. dang. Um, so, and this was, you know, upon, you know, a little further research, it was one of those supplement places. It wasn't, uh, they weren't providing anything medical. It was all basically, um, herbs and, and, and snake oils and, and stuff, but they, they had a pretty website. I of Newt. Right. They had a pretty website and they had, conf- uh, uh, um, convincing jargon. And this was a non-technical, non-science person, like I said, an intelligent person, but, you know, there's a lot of right-brained intelligent people, artists and such, that don't mm-hmm. necessarily get the whole left-brain stuff. And so uh, I, I just thought it would be a good thing to bring up to our audience because maybe there's somebody else out there in, in that situation or, or certainly maybe somebody you know. And so we thought we'd talk about some of the things to look for, some warning signs, some things to to be on the lookout for were these, these scams, these medical scams um, right. rather than medical treatments. Well, Mark, I think yeah. you've already given us lesson number one, which is never underestimate the Googles. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do <laughs> do some research. Don't do anything. And and the first thing I have in the notes here is consult your local physician. What I told my friend was, go to your doctor, the doctor who knows you, has who has all your medical records for the last 15 years, and tell this person that you have joint pain that you'd like to see treated. Don't go to somebody that you saw on the internet who's three hours away, who doesn't know you, who doesn't know anything about you, anything about what you might have been through or what you might be allergic to that's just dumb on the surface just right there always go yeah. to your local physician well you know the whole idea of a pcp primary care physician is they should be pretty much your first stop for everything and that's that's a good approach because those people are trained in general medicine 
and they know what they know and they know what they don't know if you have a good one which uh, hopefully most of you do and they if they if, if it's something beyond the scope of what they should handle they can refer you to licensed professionals who really can help you um as opposed to a quack right and even if it is real medicine even if it's a real doctor i've never seen an insurance that would accept internet ad as a valid referral so <laughs> even if you go to a real doctor you're probably going to end up paying for it out of your pocket instead of insurance if you don't yeah. do it the right way exactly so you know, you that drugs, to, if you really need them to lose weight your doctor will give them to you i can attest to that right. because my doctor my primary care physician was the one that gave me drugs yeah so don did exactly you know the the better way he talked to his PCP, his PCP knew the right things to do and helped Don out. He didn't refer him to a, a, a specialist 90 miles away um, in some kind of strange clinic or whatever. So so let's just because talk about that first up. Coming from the drugstore, the doctor is just going to write you a prescription. He doesn't have to be some specialist to put a name yeah. on a piece of paper. Right. So diet supplements and the FDA. Um, let me just talk briefly about this. Pretty much, uh, and we'll put... A link to the to the page in the show notes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm trying to remember to do that. You can just go to the FDA and read it. They, the, they being the FDA, the Federal Drug Administration, does not test or regulate any food supplements. Not at all. None. Zero. They they do not do that at all. That's not their uh, purview. They test and regulate foods and prescription and over the counter medications, but they do not. Um, test uh, in any way the uh, dietary supplements. It's the responsibility of the manufacturer. And that's just the scary part right there. Now, what the FDA does do after whatever you've taken destroys your liver and kills you, then they'll take legal action against them. <laughs> so it's their job to police after the fact when there's substantial evidence to prove a case that, it's, that the maker of the food or drug has been uh, Negligent in some now, way, like exactly is, what Mark's talking about. This is the, is it what you're talking about, Aaron, in the case of supplements, not drugs. Yeah, right? now I'm talking about drugs. Prescription now, drugs, and over-the-counter. Yeah, drugs have a whole big efficacy test they have to go through. It, it is still on the part of the manufacturer, but they cannot be sold in the country unless they meet these things. But if you call it a supplement, remember what uh, Dr. Eggleston uh, said, a supplement by definition doesn't do anything. Because right. if, if it does something, it has to be called a drug. So yeah. if you're taking a sub supplement, that means scientifically speaking, it doesn't do anything. It can't do anything, or it would be a drug. It's not. It can't technically do anything. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. So yeah, any over-the-counter or prescription medication falls under the FDA regular guidelines, where the the manufacturer goes through all the testing. They go through the different trials, the stages. You know, animal testing, human testing, blind trials, all that. It takes a long time to actually get a medication before it's officially approved by the FDA. But if you call it a supplement, a dietary or otherwise supplement, um, then at that point, it's up to the manufacturer solely to be responsible to do the testing, whatever they deem is reasonable. And so, uh, for example, <clears throat> my perfect, uh, my, my, my example of this whole thing, you know, perfect storm is hydroxycut. I'm sure you've probably all heard of hydroxycut. Don, have you heard of hydroxycut? I certainly Mark, have. Yeah, it'll, it'll take a fat guy and make him ripped in like an, an hour and a half. Exactly. Well, they're, you know, they're one of the number one, have been for a long time, uh, drugs. No, excuse me. It's not a drug. It's a supplement. supplement. Uh, and so in two, May 2009, uh, FDA issued a warning that some hydroxycut pro pro uh, products were linked to liver damage and at least one death. So hydroxycut, the company, pulled all of it off the shelves. They said, okay, we're going to pull it off the shelves. They, quote, unquote, reformulated it. And put it back out shortly after that again. So this is the new, improved, less lethal version <laughs> of hydroxycut that's out there now. But the point well, is, fifty percent less liver damage. Yeah, <laughs> this is exactly the the scenario I was talking about, where they did their own whatever they considered to be due diligence. They released it after lots of people started taking it and took it probably in ways that maybe they weren't even recommended to take it. Uh, then it started causing problems, so they just changed it a little bit. And I don't know. I don't think there's any guidelines even regarding what changing it is. They may have taken an active ingredient from 3% to 2% and they called it the new formula. So um, I would do like Mark suggested and Don even mentioned too. I would Google anything that I'm going to take of any type of supplement because if there are complaints and problems, they will be out there on the interwebs to be found. Um, and I would just 
I would, I, I would, I know we say on the show that we don't recommend a particular diet plan or weight loss plan or anything. Um, we're just here about education, entertainment, and encouragement. But I am going to strongly encourage you to not take any of these. <laughs> that's about as, that's about as, I'm, that, I'm going to go ahead and come out there and say, I don't see in my own personal experience and because I've taken, I, I have actually taken hydroxycut before years ago when I was trying to get uh, skinny fast. I've taken other ones um, of a similar type that you just go down to GNC to buy and buy or, or wherever. Uh, and there's just all kinds of issues with it. And the benefits are not outweighed by the risk. The risk strongly outweigh the benefits. So I would not recommend any of them in any way. If you want, feel like you need some kind of help pharma, pharmacologically, then do like Don did. Talk to your physician and see what they can give you that will really help you and let them help you um, cover that. So, uh, Don, was this next note here? Is this your note? That is my note. Yes. Talk about that, Don. Please, sir. There And, uh, Actually, you just segued into it pretty well. Um, Thank you. If you, yeah, if you go to the doctor... Don, talk about the next thing. <laughs> yes, no, that's what we're doing. Uh, we are, if you go to the doctor, if they think you need something, like I said earlier, if they think you need drugs, they will tell you to get drugs. My doctor actually uh, told me to get Hoodia in addition to the the uh, weight loss medication that, that I was getting. And Hoodia is not for weight loss, and there's things out there that aren't. And, um, I don't know the, the, the weight loss, the people that are saying, you know, you'll get ripped in six weeks or whatever. I mean, all that sort of stuff is, is so, so You're obviously about, you say weight loss, you mean like, a, like a fat metabolizer type thing. Right. Yeah. Like this is helps you burn, burn fat magically. Yeah. This burns your belly fat or whatever. Yes. You know? Yes. yes. The, the fat burner, the amazing chemical that supercharges your fat burning capacity. Exactly. Just place this bottle of pills near your near your bed at night, and it will magically cause you to lose weight. You don't even have to yeah. even take them. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. No, it's <laughs> but there are things out there that are not that that are supplementing your body with something that you're actually missing. Um, so, and and again, this is going to be something you want to discuss with your doctor. This needs to be something that's diagnosed and monitored by your physician. If you are lacking in Heck, I don't know. If you need cinnamon in your body, if there's something that that cinnamon gives you that you don't have that's causing you to have cravings or that's causing your metabolism to be low, you know, if you need melatonin to be able to sleep and because you don't sleep, you don't, you know, you don't have energy and you don't exercise or whatever, then then those things are available. But again, your doctor needs to tell you that. Uh, Whenever my doctor told me to take Hoodia, it's because Hoodia isn't a weight loss drug. It's a drug that or weight loss supplement. We keep trying to use those words interchangeably, don't we? Um, That's the danger. Yeah, that's that's really bad. Uh, Hoodia isn't for weight loss. Hoodia, basically, the only thing that anybody really knows that it does, if you get 100% just Hoodia, it makes things taste weird. Uh, It it made everything taste flat to me, and the doctor told me that that's really all I'm going to get from it uh, because I love food. And that's one of the reasons that I was 350 some odd pounds because I like to eat. And if you just kind of take some of the enjoyment out of that, then you could have just taken up know, smoking then Don, I hear that makes food taste bad. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that been, I'm sure my doctor would have recommended that. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually that's a very good point because, um, in the 1920s and earlier doctors did prescribe smoking for weight loss. So, yeah. you know, uh, we're, we're putting all this stock in doctors, but just let's remember that that's a moving science too. Oh, you know, definitely. There, there was call it practicing medicine. That's right. There wasn't too long ago when they would have said you need to be bled and then you will lose weight. So, right. uh, you know, don't, don't take these uh, guys, what they're saying is gospel, but it's certainly better than an internet ad on Facebook. Well, the, the one advantage of the devil's advocate, Mark, well, the, the big advantage though, over, um, of course, in defense of physicians, including the ones that we're going to have on the show over the next few weeks. <laughs> Science has changed quite a bit since the 1800s as well. Uh, the, the physician, if he's doing his job right, should be monitoring you. Exactly. Which is the thing that, that buying it over the counter or getting it online can't do for you. They should be watching your lipid levels and your blood sugar and those kind of things for you as part of your plan and your blood pressure to make sure that you're not 
nothing's going off the charts, that some other undiagnosed issue isn't rearing his head. I have a good example of that. I take a inhaler for chronic asthma. I was born with it. Thank you, Dad. Um, uh, and there's the, the there's this over-the-counter primatine mist, you know, kind of stuff. There's There's things like that. And uh, I was talking with a doctor one time about that. I said, you know, what's the difference between that and the prescription medicine I take? And his very candid answer was, the only difference is that when you take the prescription, somebody's aware of it. You could go get 50 primatine, primatine mist inhalers and just suck them all down in a day, and nobody would know that. Um, the effect it has is pretty much the same. The risk factors are pretty much the same. But when I force you to go get a prescription medicine that is metered, that is logged by me, by the pharmacist, and we can watch you and know what's going on. So, um, you know, that's that's where medications can be superior to supplements, even if they do exactly the same thing. And we've even had folks on the show and talked about the HCG diet. That's probably a really good example. Uh, and I think we talked about on the show, you can take that stuff and have a 400 calorie a day diet or whatever it was and absolutely uh, starve yourself to death and wreck your body because you're using a hormone that your body is not used to having and you're doing things your body is not used to doing unless you go to the doctor and they tell you how to do it the right way. I think they warned us quite a bit, didn't they? Right. Aaron, am I remembering that correctly? Can't hear you, Aaron. It's a. Uh, there we go. I, just, I was getting there. I was going for it. It's a um, exactly right. It's a. It's a dangerous thing to cut your calories back that much. And and even though we had you know Dr. Linhart on the show and Cindy and they talked about it and they're very pro HCG diet. The 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 overall jury is still kind of out on it. Some you know some studies say anybody that eats 500 calories a day is going to lose weight and the not being hungry is a placebo effect and that kind of stuff. And then some say the blah blah blah. blah. So like Mark's saying, again, it's kind of still a moving target in some ways, but the long and short of it is, and I think your point, Don, if you go to Dr. Linhard and you do the ACG diet, he's at least monitoring your blood pressure. He's monitoring your blood sugar, and if you start having something wacky happen, he can pull you off of it as opposed to just going and getting it over the counter and, you know, just have at the and hopefully nothing goes bad. <clears throat> so what you're talking about earlier, also, Don, hormone therapy, you know, some people have thyroid issues. Uh, there's all kinds of hormone imbalances that... Cause, Hormones do a lot of your your metabolic uh, controls are all hormonal based. So uh, supplements can't do the same things that hormones can do. And sometimes it, you don't need to take a quote unquote supplement or a diet suppression pill. It could just be a hormone thing that you need to have adjusted at least temporarily or whatever. And again, that goes back to the, the physician can help you kind of uh, determine that. Um, Mark. Yes. You're up. Uh, one of the things that uh, uh, that my friend got, uh, the, this pain clinic, this, this clinic that my friend went to, one of the things they talked about was uh, fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. And, and doing some research on, online, um, I saw that these two things in particular, there are, there are others like it, but these two things in particular are often used as hooks because they're, they're words we know, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue. And mm-hmm. their symptoms are things that everybody has. Who every isn't, fat person, right? Who isn't tired? Everybody is tired. Who doesn't hurt? You know, everybody hurts in some way. Everybody hurts. Sorry. Um, <laughs> everybody, everybody hurts. Everybody sorry. hurts. Everybody bleeds. Everybody cries. No, uh, uh, it's true. <laughs> but the, these things are really difficult. Sometimes. Like if you look at the the. Uh, uh, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, the DSM, what, what the medical profession uses, and you look up fibromyalgia, it's like nine paragraphs of symptoms, and they all begin with uh, words like diffused or nonspecific or generalized. Uh, so yeah. it's it's hard to, even for a professional, to, and then there are some professionals who say there's no such thing as fibromyalgia, yeah. um, but and also the same with chronic, chronic fatigue. I'm sure that Dr. Um, Leibowitz would say chronic fatigue is because you don't sleep. Right. Um, and so uh, these things, pay attention and be weary, 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 weary too, of anything that, that tries to sell you a cure for fibromyalgia. That we don't even know what it is. We certainly can't cure it. Yeah. Uh, same and, with chronic and fatigue. That I think you right up chronic fatigue, point. you're already weary though, so we don't have to cover that again. <laughs> there you All go. Right. And it, it, that, that ties right into the next you know thing we're going to talk about here, and that is 
take those issues and you take it one step further just to the weight loss arena, anything that talks about cleansing, you know, optimizing, enhancing, quick, super fast, metabolizer, all all the buzzwords you see on all those kind of uh, ads. The truth Anything is... Anything in a yellow splash with the yeah. little pointies coming if, out. If it looks like the Batman pow. Batman pow, exactly. <laughs> if somebody took a Batman pow and erased the word pow and put weight loss in it, that's a problem. Yeah, all those things. Bam. The, Zoink. The reason, Cleansing. <laughs> I can see Robin hitting somebody. Weight loss. Yeah. yeah. The, the reason they do that is it is 100% marketing and spin. You know, the truth is, as of right now, and... There's an easy way to prove this. There is no magic pill that you can take, and it'll make you burn fat magically without doing any additional exercise or changing your diet. It will just melt the fat off your body and change your overall fat composition of your body. If there was, it would be on every newscast tonight, and everybody in the world would be lined up to buy it. Wait, no, Aaron. I don't know if you're watching television at 4 this morning. No, but it wouldn't good. be on at That's 4 in the morning. It, it would be on the 9 o'clock news and the 10 o'clock news and the 6 a.m. news, and it would be on Good Morning, and Regis Philbin would come back to television just to do a show about it. And, you know, it, they would do the end of uh, Extreme Weight Loss show because they don't need it anymore. I mean, it would be it would be the news. Yeah, just to draw a parallel weeks. there, uh, it's like that super virus email you always get. If there were a super virus, you wouldn't hear about it in an email. You'd hear about right. it on the news or on the radio. Yeah. Now, I will say this. Um, there is one new thing quote unquote they're not even calling it a supplement because it's not a supplement out there called sensa that's got some pretty good buzz about it but again it is not a take a pill and burn the fat it, it's taking a whole different approach and what sensa supposedly does and i say supposedly because it's you know it's their own hype their own studies and things you're reading about you sprinkle it on your food like a, with like a salt shaker type thing or a little packet like a little like a you know a sugar packet and you eat your food like normal <clears throat> and what it does supposedly it reacts chemically in your brain which is scary to cause you to have your sensation of fullness more quickly so instead of taking and uh, i don't want to steal don's thunder of his tip of the week but instead of it taking 15 20 minutes for you to start feeling full when you're eating you start feeling full in like five minutes and so the upshot of it is people eat less and as we all know because this is one meal one workout if you eat less Typically, you're going to lose weight if you take in less calories and continue the same amount of activity. And so that's how Splenda works. That's the magic of Splenda. It doesn't actually burn fat. It doesn't boost your metabolism. It doesn't do any of those things that a lot of the other supplements. Yeah, Sensa. S-E-N-S-A. Yeah, you said Splenda. Splenda is the sugar substitute. Did I say Splenda one time in there? Yeah, twice, actually. Well, I love Splenda, too, but Sensa. S-E-N-S-A. If you just Google it, you can obviously read all about it. I'm Googling it now. I'm taking my own advice because I'm interested. And uh, it apparently studies are showing that it does seem to help uh, people because they had the, they did you know blind double blind blah 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 and it does seem to help. So I'm not recommending it, but it seems like maybe in two years we might know that this is the way to do it. And then of course they'll start you'll be buying nachos with Sensa included. <laughs> you know, food will be coming with automatically with Sensa in it, like fat free food. It'll be Sensa included food. Yeah, and then like so, the hipsters, it'll be trendy to like with MSG. No Sensa in my food, please. I, I would like yeah. the 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 chicken fried rice, but with no Sensa. Yeah, Sensa I need a, free. I need a soy latte, gluten free, Sensa added, caffeine free, double espresso shot, tall, please. <laughs> non fat with, with extra whipped cream. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just thought you might want to read about. Go out there and read about Sensa. It's kind of interesting. Um, they actually they've been giving away free samples at, at different times. You might catch a free sample if you want to try it. I don't know. I'm not recommending it, like I said, but it's very interesting um, because of the way the different approach it takes. It isn't a metabolizer, fat burner, or anything crazy like that. So, um, and just kind of finish it up here. Finish up the conversation if Mark and Don don't have anything else to include. Fundamentally. Um, when you start trying to do quick weight loss of any type like that, other than just through diet and exercise, even using the surgery, there are going to be side effects. There's going to be issues. So my recommendation to anybody is take the simplest approach possible first. Don't try the supplements. Don't try the drugs. You know, surgery should be a last, um, last thing, last ditch effort because it's irreversible for the most part. And, Every drug has some kind of effects or side effects or, or things like that. So just be aware that even if you found a supplement that magically worked to some degree, a supplement's not going to change your eating habits for you. A supplement's not going to make you work out more. 
And so it's got to be a fundamental change in your head, in your mind, and in your brain for it to really you know, have a lasting positive effect. So Get your head right. I think that's going to be the new motto of our show. I think so. We're going so to beat, beat John Campbell's. Supplement to make changes in my brain chemistry? <laughs> yeah, Maybe one right. day. They have little nanobots that go in and rewire your dendrites and make it where you, you don't want to eat as much. But until then, not so much. So uh, just... I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go on the record. Don't do that. <laughs> Stay away from the crazy templates. Tell you what you can do. Instead of buying the sixty dollar bottle of healthy trim, send me thirty dollars <laughs> and I'll call you every few days and uh and encourage you to exercise and eat better. How's that? You'll get more benefit from it. You you can be a life coach. I could. I could be a life coach. See how we're tying in all the past shows. That's good stuff. We're just bringing it together here. All right, eat less tip. Do we have any less tips today? I think we do. We certainly does. Here and what is it? Our <laughs> less tip this week. I was getting there. Okay. The our less tip this week, which we have already mentioned a little bit earlier when talking about Sensa, is take your time because your stomach does take a little while before it sets up all the chemical reactions or whatever and actually communicates to your brain that you're full or that you're hungry, or that you're thirsty, or whatever. It usually takes about 15 minutes. If you just take your time, and you don't try and cram as much food in your face as you possibly can, and in as little time as possible, then your body can absorb what you've eaten so far, and then you'll get the picture that you can just go ahead and stop. No, this is going to sound crazy. This, I mean, it sounds, I mean, this is going to sound just probably flat out stupid, and if it does, Mark, go back and edit it out for me. Uh, let me just say this. If I take a cookie and I chew it twice and swallow it, a, a bite of a cookie, and then I take another bite of a cookie, chew it twice and swallow it, a third bite of a cookie, chew it twice and swallow it, and then do that five times, they eat five cookies that way. Or if I take a bite of a cookie and I chew it four times and then swallow it. You see where I'm going with this? And I take my second bite and I chew it four times because the enjoyment for the most part is in the flavor in your mouth and the chewing and that kind of thing it's not in the swallowing you know it's not the enjoyment of your food is not when it's sitting in your stomach other than when you get the fullness factor and you're, you're you have no sensory taste buds in your throat it's the chewing and the tasting and i've been trying to teach myself i really have to slow down just like don's talking about chew my food a little more i'm not going to chew each bite 30 times that's just stupid but uh chew my food a little more and enjoy it more in my mouth where I can taste it. And and I believe that has really helped me. I actually find myself sometimes for the first time in my life not being the first one done with my meal. Okay, just quick anecdotal non-scientific survey. How many fat people do you know who eat slow? Zero. Right. Never. Negative every, seven. Every fat guy I've ever known or girl wolfers food down. So, yeah. you know, there's a there's a correlation there. Maybe not a causality, but definitely a correlation. I think there's a correlation causality in catastrophe. Um, oh, Aaron, I'm going to tell you, whenever you get that handful of M&Ms, make sure you chew it extra many bunch of times. How about that? Well, what I've done when I have given in to the M&Ms is I will take my little handful of M&Ms, however many, you know, four or five or six, and I'll eat them one at a time. M&M in my mouth, chew it up, chew it up, chew it up, chew it up. Where used to, I would literally take a bag, like those little those um, snack bags like Wendy, uh, Wendy, Kelly was talking about, and I would tear the top off and pour it in my mouth. That like was I would a bite. Pixie stick. Yeah. yeah. And I would chew up that whole bite. It would be gone. It'd be like 150 calories in 15 seconds. And uh, so, yeah, I'm trying not, I'm, you know, for the first time, I'm actually finding myself not being the first person finished at a meal, which is unusual. I mean, I was known for being the guy. Extremely odd. I've never been a candy person, but whenever I do eat candy, especially stuff like M&Ms and Skittles and Starburst and all that sort of good stuff, I put one in my mouth. And I just let it sit there. And I just enjoy the taste of it and just let it yeah. melt, especially Starburst. And I can remember she'll finish a pack, and I'm still in the first one. And she's like, give me some of your Starburst. No. <laughs> mine. <laughs> These are mine. You ate all yours. Back off. Well, this is, I'm, I'm willing to admit, a few years back, I was sitting there eating dinner with Cheryl, my wife, and I was like, you know what I just did? She said, what? I just ate all my macaroni and cheese. She said, uh-huh. And I said, I didn't chew it at all. I would take a spoonful of macaroni and put it in my mouth, and I could just swallow it. Right, because I ate my entire bowl of macaroni and cheese without chewing it. 
I was like, and you were that was awesome. Give me another bowl. <laughs> Not really. Uh, <laughs> I think I can eat an entire pot before I get full. Let's see if I can do it. Uh, so anyway, exercise more is a good way to, uh, to stave off when you eat three bowls of macaroni and cheese without chewing. Segway. Segway where? To Don. Oh, Exercising really? more well, is a good oh. way to stave right. off Oh, I see loss. what you did there. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> After the fact. So, exercise more tip for the week is set yourself up for success. And this is this is just the night of tying old episodes together, isn't it? So, it is. basically we're talking about making things easy for yourself. Are you going are you going to go running or go swimming or go biking or whatever? Just go ahead and get all your stuff together the night before or the morning of or whatever. Go and clear your schedule, put on the schedule, you know, do stuff that you enjoy. Plan a meal that you can easily make afterwards or, you know, that you won't dread eating. Think, oh, God, I exercise now. I'm putting this in my face. You know, just make things as easy on yourself as you possibly can just to, to kind of motivate yourself. Because it's already something that you've got to kind of get past the hump of saying, I'm going to go exercise until you get to the point where it's, it's a habit for you. So just go ahead and, and set yourself up for success. That's one of my favorite phrases, set yourself up for success. Um, because it, it is such a huge way to get your head right, um, as Mark was saying. So, yeah, good advice, Don. Good Thank advice. You. Mark. Yes, sir. Segway. Um, well, uh, the typical contact us stuff goes right here. Um, but before we uh, do that, I wanted to make uh, a request. I made a request at the beginning of the show that you vote for one of my podcasts. I'm going to make another request at the end of the show uh, that you uh, support our network uh, by buying stuff. Uh, and um, the the uh, simplest way to do that, for the simplest way to help us out, is, is this season of giving, this time of year where people uh, tend to be doing more buying than normal. If you intend to do any buying on Amazon.com this year, go to elementopie.com slash Amazon. It takes you right to the Amazon.com website. You don't see any difference at all. There's no price difference at all, but we get about a 3% uh, little referral fee for everything you purchase. So if you're going to buy somebody, you know, a new Lexus, uh, we could get 3% of that, and that would be awesome. Uh, I don't know if they sell that on those on Amazon, but it would be cool if they did. So just, a, you know, a quick little... Um, plea there uh it, it doesn't have to change anything just ch- if you got a bookmark in your browser for amazon.com change that to elementopi.com slash amazon just go there for everything now also while you're at elementopi.com you can find great forums uh you can find our other podcasts you can find us uh um uh on any number of uh other places where you know twitter facebook that sort of stuff but elementopi.com is the home base for the uh one meal one workout podcast and other great podcasts like it so check us out and aaron has muted his mic and i thought i had unmuted it but apparently i muted it back you can always email me at double a r o n uh aaron at one meal workout.com or check out the the website there one meal workout.com and i've got a special guest here hi. just wandered into the room nathaniel say hi to everybody hi nathaniel let me ask you this we were talking about vegetables earlier what's your favorite vegetable um, is, is it fruit? Can it be either one, like fruits or babies? Give me your favorite fruit first. What's your favorite fruit? Um, there's a lot of favorite fruits. So, I, you gotta pick one. Hurry. Um, peaches. Peaches? Uh huh. Awesome. You're enjoying it. One. Now, do you have a favorite vegetable too? Uh-huh. I know you like. What do you like? I know you like broccoli. You know, I know you like green beans. Peas? Peas. Peas are good. Cool. Thanks, Nathaniel. I just haven't had peas in a long time. We need to go request peas right now. Go to mom and request peas. My kids hate broccoli, but if we call them baby trees, they eat them. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, we used to call it that too. Sounds much more delicious. All right. Well, uh, remember, guys, before starting any diet or exercise program, taking any supplements you find on the internet or on the side of the road, it's recommended you consult your health care provider. <laughs>